0: This is the way. Truth is, I am. Reiner.
1: Hello friends, critics and non-critics alike welcome to the film optics podcast brought to you by the drive-in podcast network where we discuss film tv and everything hollywood related i'm your host christian and i'm joined again my my co-host is back he he missed out on ted lasso but he's back for this for jungle cruise uh Devin and later on just a quick heads up we're going to be doing a double feature review for this uh for this episode. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very, very excited. So we're going to start things off with our Disney's Jungle Cruise review. And then we're going to top it all off with our The Green Knight review that Leo from uh, Geekly Goods will be joining me later on. So, Devin, how are you doing today,
0: man? I'm doing good. I wish I had like a nice <coughs> Southern Ted Lasso quip to throw out there. <laughs> Smells he's got, like he's got so many good. Got so many good one liners, yeah. Yeah, did you watch a new episode? Uh, I have not yet. Is there one or two out?
1: Two is out There's... as of yesterday, yeah. Yeah, I think I might wait to binge. Oh, David, no, you got it. You got it. It's ah, oh, I'm so excited. I've like, I've for okay, so when we talked about it in our Ted Lasso review, I was like, I was kind of excited because you know each episode's on like 30 minutes for season one. And it was nice to binge, but I'm glad that I get to at least go through this week to week with everyone. But I guess that's just me, but everyone has their own preference and I totally, totally get it. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but we will be doing a season two review Devin. So we hope that you can, uh, join us for that one. (laughs) Definitely. But yeah, diamond dogs, diamond dogs.
0: Yeah. So you've been good. Other than that, how was your week? Pretty good. Just, uh, hanging out about to move ooh finally
1: finally two weeks
0: two weeks at the parents place was interesting was it <laughs> very very bad internet
1: hopefully yeah. mine will be better yeah i i can totally understand you there yeah man it is it's crazy like it's even even when you like we're home for like the holidays it's like you know we're so used to like being on our own and then you know you come home for like a week or two and it's like okay, that's like my limit for like being home. Like as much as your parents love having your home, they're like, you got to skit at all at some point. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener of the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Tell us what you guys think about the show. Uh, you know, we do this on a weekly basis. Sometimes, we dropped two episodes twice a week, which has been more frequent now because there's so many things to talk about and so many things to discuss. And that's why we're doing this whole double feature review because we actually, we did this a while ago. Um, I think it was for, Ooh, was it for, I think it was the Ford V Ferrari movie and, um, the new, Oh my gosh, Charlie's angels movie.
0: That was like, wow what a what a double feature that was yeah i know right
1: (laughs) hopefully this time you know it it is more exciting all around you know we have two great films here one is for more of the casual fans which is jungle cruise it's more um welcoming to everyone more accepting i guess you can say and then we have you know the the critics wet dream is a lot of people are calling it
0: on twitter as for the green Knight. so i'm actually sad i haven't been able to see it it yet but just,
1: I do not table. know if you're going to like it. <laughs> I loved it. And I watched a like in depth review of like, you know, afterwards, you know, you're going to heavy spoilers. Actually, I went on think story and he had a uh, ending explained video and I loved it. So like, I want to go back and watch it again, but I'm, I'm cautious. I'm interested to see if you're actually going to like it or not because it, it seems to be very divisive. I think cinema score gave it like a C plus, um,
0: for just, Overall fans, but it seems. Yeah, so the, the audience score was higher for Fast Nine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Definitely. And that, and and that gives you any indication. It's, and there's nothing wrong with like, you know, people out there who, who are non critics or casual viewers, you know, they only go to the, uh, theater once or twice a year, maybe even three times, just depending on what's out. Like a lot of my friends haven't gone to the theaters since they've been shut down, but it kind of just depends on, you know, what, what you do for a living and you know how you consume media but without further ado let's dive in to our first review of the show jungle cruise after this break
0: my name is Dr. Lily Houghton. My brother and I are looking for passage upriver.
1: What's out there in the jungle? It's not a fun vacation.
0: Well, I'm not here for a vacation. Legend has it that there is a tree that possesses unparalleled healing power. It will change medicine forever.
1: And you need someone to help you find it. Here we go.
0: Sometimes it just needs a bit of
1: a... Nobody touches my engine but me. What did I just... There you go.
0: Yeah.
1: And we are back with our Jungle Cruise review, directed by Jamie Collette Serra written by Glenn Ficera and our, Fik- yeah, Ficera and John Raquah. Thank you very much, everyone. I will be here all week. <laughs> I that actually got you that. Solid. That that was as solid as it's going to be. So I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back there thank you thank you thank you um <laughs> and of course cast uh, stars emily blunt dwayne the rock johnson and jesse plemons and the story is as follows based on a disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles but with a supernatural element <laughs> Ooh, very interesting <laughs> you ever been on this ride no i've i've only been to disney world once when i was 13 have you which one is the one in florida that's the that's I one too well so the one the one in florida well the name of the ride or between disney world or in disneyland world or land disneyland is in california disney world's in florida yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like Disney World is way more popular because there is Universal down there as well and you have Harry
0: Universal's Potter. Universal's really fun.
1: See, I I still got to go to Harry Potter Land, man, or Harry Potter World. Um man, it's it's been a while. <laughs> and like I I hear Disneyland is and Universal way better when, you know, you're of age and you know you're over 21, so. <laughs> I hear that's a
0: lot, a lot of fun, but you're, you're, you're better beer and you're having a good time.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Devin, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely mental. Anyway, I don't know where that came from, but Devin, give me your, your, your initial thoughts on Disney's jungle cruise. Um, I, was able to watch it a little bit early. I wrote a review for uh Music City drive uh, so definitely go check out my uh, extended thoughts there. But I want to give Devin a chance to watch it because he
0: just saw it yesterday. So go ahead, the floor is yours. Yeah, I saw it yesterday at 9:40 p.m. That's when I <laughs> squeezed it in.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs> my AMC theater with which is a downgrade from what I'm used to, but Sallin? No, I went to the other one that has actually has recliners. Which oh, is oh, the one, Soul, the one
1: in Oh, the one in Solon doesn't have. Okay, I did not know that. Sorry, continue.
0: But yeah, I was I was overall pretty pleasantly surprised with this one. I mean, I remember when the first couple of trailers came out, I really wasn't like vibing with it. It just didn't really shoot off the screen for me. But mm-hmm. then I saw the first trailer in theaters, and I can kind of just see the scope of things they were going with there. And the, the trailer theater, the theater trailer definitely got me more excited, just because you can see everything more on the big screen and how adventurous it all is. I actually saw this one with my sister, and it actually ended up being a surprisingly good like brother sister movie. Oh, Didn't nice. expect that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, it's a nice brotherly and sisterly adventure going on. <laughs> I didn't know. I, um, I didn't know you hung out with your sister. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm Kidding, man. Sometimes, yeah. No, I, but, I got um, you. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, our our favorite actor. He's at it again. I think he's as charming as ever in this one. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think because I
1: don't hate the have, Rock, Kevin. I don't have a past. I don't have a vendetta against the Rock. I'm just tired of him being in every single movie like in the world. But he is a good actor. It, definitely the best wrestler turn actor that that we have. Uh, I do agree with you though. I thought this was a fun fun ride, and it was it was it was in a sense like it. A lot of people were saying that it was it gave them Pirates of the Caribbean vibe. I did not get that whatsoever. I got more of the Indiana Jones vibe from this. Like
0: yeah, I, I guess I, just the main comparison for. Them saying Pirates of Caribbean just because it's a ride-turn movie.
1: Yeah, that is true. I, I I thought it was, you know, a fun,
0: loving joy ride just to pull from my It, it is view. crazy that Disney can just like take these random rides and turn them into full two hour long movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that that yeah, and we'll get into the the uh length here in a bit but yeah i i really i thought it was i thought it was great like you know a nice little thrill thrill ride it had very nice uh heartfelt moments as well yeah. uh, for any- i love
0: i love jesse Clemens he's always a good bad guy <laughs> his accent was hilarious
1: man but uh yeah so this uh, for anyone else before we, before uh, wow excuse me before we get any further we are giving our first initial thoughts first as always for um, those of you who are li- new listening to the podcast and then we get into a little bit of spoilers but um but just of wanted to throw that one out there <laughs> but yeah D- dwayne rock uh, you know dwayne the rock johnson or the rock we can just say that you know he's i think this is like probably like one of his best roles that he's been in like it's very Jumanji, like, you know, Welcome to the Jungle, and Jumanji, like, next level. But, like, I think him and Emily Blunt have a really great chemistry together, and it seems that they... that they um, It seems that they had a great time filming this movie.
0: Yes. I, re- I really liked their overall chemistry. I'm not sure how I feel about their romantic chemistry. That that didn't really pop off the screen for me.
1: Uh, yeah, it was like it was a little shoehorn there. Like they kind of hinted at it from here or there, but it wasn't like, I mean, again, when it comes to Disney romances, I don't think anything is still nothing is tops the random romance that we saw in rise of Skywalker.
0: (laughs) Never again.
1: (laughs) What did the, what did the novelization say? It was like a kiss of appreciation or something like that. I was like, I I don't, I don't kiss my friends like that.
0: (laughs) That was crazy. But yeah, I'm sorry, Devin. Continue. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited to go over the twist. I wasn't expecting that there to be any twist, but there was.
1: It was a pretty good um, twist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised with that as well. All right. Yeah. Um there there were some parts in the middle where it kind of dragged for me mm. and I didn't love the ending. But overall it was definitely a fun ride getting from from the beginning to that ending.
1: Yeah, it, it really is all about the journey that they take more so than the destination. Uh, like we, like I said, you know, it is very Indiana Jones-esque, like, like, uh, like style adventure. And yeah, the twist I actually did not see coming at all. Like I was like, oh, that's actually, that was actually pretty good for me. It, you know. it kind of worked. Yeah, it really, it really did. And I, they hinted at it none whatsoever. And I just, I like how Disney's able to throw people into these kind of adventures, and that it, the story really made you feel like you were part of the excursion, the journey, the quest, if you will. And you know, it's the the atmosphere was great. Like it was, I honestly feel like it was time well spent. Um, to be fair, I feel like it was a little bit longer than what it needed to be. Maybe it should have been around like hour 35 hour 45 maybe around the hour 45 uh limit uh because some scenes are more like you said a little bit more dragged out but i like and especially with emily blunt's uh the brother of emily blunt's character i thought he was great he was he he stole the show yeah he really did i've he's in oh my gosh he is in so many I've seen him in so many other things and I'm I'm blanking on the guy's name right now, but when I first saw him Jack Whitehall. That's right, Jack Whitehall. Uh thank you. He was um I watched him in Fresh Meat, which is like a UK-based show, and he was his He's in Clifford for the big red dog. (laughs) Is he really? Oh, De- Devin always coming in clutch with those nice little trivia moments because I usually just dive straight on in. So I'm really appreciative that he kind of goes the extra mile there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh, let's say, let's get into spoilers here. Um, and uh, it's I really quick. What do you think about Paul G. Motti's
0: character before we get into the spoilers? I really I really liked it. Just going all out. Just yeah. Over the top. What was the Italian? Something like that. Just take like Italian mobster with the, Giant gold tooth. <laughs> Second movie we've seen him in this year. Yeah, he was a better villain in this one than he was in Vampire Milkshake. Yeah, just because he went all out over the top.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was kind of like the pseudo villain, and, and there's a lot of he was, villains. He was a mini boss. Yeah, he was a mini boss. There's like three different villains in this entire movie, but
0: yeah, I really liked the uh, the other trio too. They looked pretty cool.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, I guess the curse, the conquistador. Um, but let's get into our spoiler section. So that was your first spoiler warning. If you have not seen Disney's Jungle Cruise, I'm just going to say Jungle Cruise because it's hell of a lot easier. Excuse me for my language, but that is your second warning for Jungle Cruise. So if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, you know, pause, go watch it, come back. And listen to the rest of our beautiful voices. And stick around for our Green Knight review, which will be coming up after our Jungle Cruise review. So, Devin, the big twist. Big
0: twist. The Rock is 400 years old. That was crazy. I feel feel like that could be a twist in real life. He just (laughs) reveals he's been around since the 1500s and nobody would be surprised. Honestly. The Rock is just a very traveled man.
1: What other celebrities do you think? could pull that off. Maybe like Paul Rudd. Cause he never ages.
0: Yeah. He, he's doesn't age. So he's definitely 500 years old.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like the rock would be more reserved with that secret if it were true, but Paul Rudd would be, um, Hmm. He would be more, he would be more out and about, but he's like, "Hey guys, guess more, what?" He'd be more vampire <laughs> <just> like. <laughs> hey, hey guys, guess what? Hey guys, guess what? <laughs> he's
0: sucking everybody's life force for himself.
1: He would be so open about it, and like nobody would care. And then the Rock would hey, be Look boring. at us.
0: <laughs> Who thought we'd get here?
1: Not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So the Rock is five hundred years or four hundred years old, excuse me. And you know he was a part of the uh, conquistador. Um,
0: the quest, and that is one issue I kind of had with it. I was well, that that scene was strange. Yeah, where they went back in time. I just always think it's hilarious when they give the rock long hair, <laughs> just, just like oh, in that they, Hercules movie. It just doesn't work. Honestly, just don't do
1: it. When they give anyone long hair, especially in like sitcoms, it's like oh, it's supposed to be a younger time, and it's like oh, we'll just give them more hair because you know everyone has more hair when they're younger. But it's literally the same
0: person. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules vibes.
1: It's so funny though. It is so comical that I I I'm okay with it. But yeah, it's it's like whoa, <laughs> wow. It's like all right. I mean, The Rock is ageless. I don't really think you have to go that far. But it is what it is. But um, I wanted to ask you um, about. Um, uh, Jack White's character with his sexuality reveal, because I know some people on Twitter and just around from the reviews I've seen weren't super crazy about it. Um, I I personally thought it was nice.
0: Like it's it's always so tricky with Disney because yeah. they just like to skirt around it just enough to where it's safe to show to every every country. It's mm-hmm. like their thing, so it's like. Uh, I, don't, I really don't know how to feel because it, it's good that they're, they're trying to get stories out there that involve people of different backgrounds, mm-hmm. but they also don't like dive in as much as they should. They, they yeah. skirt around it too much.
1: Yeah. It's it's almost as if like, they're not even like in the shallow water. Well, they kind of were with Loki and then they kind of like backed out of the shallow water and they're kind of just like dipping their toes into the water um, with Jack,
0: overall, I I loved it for his character. Like, yeah, I I did it too. Made it, it gave his character a lot more dimension. Yeah,
1: and like e- even if he wasn't gay, like I still would have loved him as a character just because he had like the perfect one liners. You know, he was a super posh kind of person, you know, coming from England, going into casual. Yeah, just his, his dress casual. And, you know, it's, it, it was comical when you you had Emily Blunt with one suitcase and, you know, everyone else is kind of following her down into the rock's boat. And then the rock's like, do you need all that stuff? And she's like, oh, that's not mine. <laughs> it's her brother's. Yeah, he definitely was. Hilarious, and I would probably rewatch this movie just for his performance because the three of them were like spot on, like it was just a really, really good trio
0: overall. But, um, w- well, I love when, um, when the rock uh, stages that first attack from his pet, <laughs> and and uh, McGregor's just like, they're like, but he can sense fear, and McGregor's like, I have liquid fear. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> More, more fears coming out. <laughs> more
1: fear. That was hilarious. And I'm trying to think of a one-liners myself, but um, none are really coming to mind. But yeah, just a really great cast overall. Uh, what did you think about there being multiple villains uh, really quick? Uh, it's It just seems like we had the Conquistadors and then we had the mini-boss with, um, as we said, with um,
0: Paul I wouldn't Giamatti. I not really call Giamatti a villain. He was just kind of... <clears throat> I guess the rocks like human enemy. Yeah. Human nemesis.
1: (laughs) And then, um, who were, I guess you could kind of call, Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. And Jesse Plemons, excuse me. I guess he was like the big, big bad, but I felt like just overall, like as you know, as this is for more of, I guess you could say the kids market or just the cat, the general audience, I did find it a little odd, like the pacing, like with the story, like I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, what was so special about the flower? And like, I kind of, I can understand about like the medicine, but like the curse thing was a little weird, but like, I kind of got it. Did you get any of those vibes or was it more? Just- I, mean,
0: I, I was kind of picking it up. Yeah. I, I really liked how, how fast it all starts. Like mm-hmm. it, I love the first couple scenes. That Emily we blunt just kind of, just (laughs) defeating bad guys with like a, a, a bookshelf ladder. Yeah. That was really cool. But then like, as we get into it, like towards the middle, there's like a lot of harsh, like stops where the the action just stops. And I felt like that really slowed Mm -hmm. down the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially towards like, I would say the second act going into the third act, but overall I, I thought it was really nice. I thought it was very touching and, you know, little small, little tearjerker, uh, things there but not as much as vivo but we'll get into that later um <laughs> did you watch it i have not yet oh Devin, you're in for a ride i'm telling you that's all i'm gonna say but yeah was there anything else um you kind of like any positive negatives you wanted to touch on so we can get on with the rest of the show
0: i think the thing that annoyed me the most was how many pants jokes there were <laughs> oh no. like the first couple, the first couple i was like okay i get it like i guess women didn't really wear pants back then that's kind of funny but then they did it dozens more times yeah i was just like come on why is this such a big deal
1: i think it was more for the rock to be more of like a flirtatious flirtatious thing towards emily blunt's character because like after a while obviously you can see that they cared somewhat about each other but yeah i i could i could definitely see that and then um really quick i i saw some people online were kind of um the indigenous people Uh some people were kind of like saying that it was like a little bit racist, but I wanted to kind of get your, your thoughts on that. I never really pegged it as that, but I haven't read too much into it either. So it's kind of like,
0: but where was this taking place? I, I actually don't remember the, the indigenous people. Spain?
1: Oh, 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 the entire movie. Um, I thought it was somewhere in the Amazon or no, 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 no. It was, I think somewhere off the course of Spain. I could be wrong. Sorry guys. If we're kind of, wonky on that one because it doesn't necessarily even say that in the uh synopsis here it just says (laughs) well i pulled the synopsis from imdb so (laughs) but yeah i'm not sure exactly but
0: i'm not sure exactly where it takes place but um like i I did kind of like the the part with the indigenous people where the uh He's tricking them again. He, he does a fake kidnapping. <laughs> like you, get, you kind of catch on as he's like talking to them in their language. You're like, yeah. okay, this is another fake out. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of funny. You know, he's a bit of a trickster. I guess you and can. Then I, I love how um, uh, McGregor is showing off his golf clubs and then the guy ends up using it at the end to save one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Driver. Driver. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. That was really good stuff.
1: But uh, yeah, I think we have pretty much tackled it a good amount. We went longer than I thought, to be completely honest. But Devin, are you ready to get into our scores? I believe so. <laughs> All right. So I'm actually going to go first this time around. um I'm well, actually- I guess.
0: I guess you should. What did you think of the ending? I, I didn't really like that she used it on him. It gave me like ending a Last of Us vibes, which is like. That's, that's kind of selfish. Like you could, you could have saved the world and you're choosing to save him.
1: Oh yeah. Like it was, it was more pegged towards like,
0: let's have a happy ending for the story type. But of then deal. they end up getting another flower somehow magically.
1: Yeah. So it's like, there's no repercussions anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so all is all like, good. Like yeah. It's, it's
1: nothing new. It's, it's, it's all good in the hood, dude. Like it, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. I guess you could say. But, uh yeah, th- that was
0: very, it just felt like he was ready. He was going to like, he was ready to sacrifice himself. He mm-hmm. was ready to go. He's lived 400 years. Like you didn't have to bring him back. Yeah. And he's like, he even says that he's tired of like living. Like he, he's yeah, like-, <laughs> like, why did you have to use it on him? <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: It, you know what? I- reasons <laughs> because reasons <laughs> it's because like they had to fall in love yeah it's like with screen rant with the um with the sales pitches that they do with uh, that ryan guy and he's like oh you just get off my back about this okay <laughs> but yeah let's get into our scores here really quick i'm actually just going to give this one the same score that i gave my written review which is a c plus um overall you know like i said i I thought it was a great ride. You know, a lot of thrills, a lot of jokes, very heartfelt. Um, and it's it's a good movie for people to just a general audience or just just any audience to enjoy. And I really liked, you know, how how it started off with like the Indiana Jones type. You know, those those are willing to seek seek a uh, wild a uh, ride on the wild side, as I put in my uh, <laughs> written review. But definitely go check out more. Um, of my thoughts over there, Devin. What would you give Disney's Jungle Cruise?
0: I'll give it a, a solid seventy.
1: Mm-hmm. So like a C minus. Yeah,
0: yeah. And there, like I said, I didn't love the ending, and then yeah, the some of the middle was... parts. But overall, it was it was a fun ride. Well, it's a
1: Disney movie. It's supposed to have a, a nice ending. Like a It was a together.
0: frustrating ending. <laughs> he put that flower in his mouth, and I was like, oh come on! Don't <laughs> waste that flower on a four hundred year old. Guy who wants to die anyways. <laughs> she said, not today. <laughs> not today.
1: But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that pretty much tackles everything we wanted to cover here in the Jungle Cruise re- uh, segment of this review. And we will be right back with our Green Knights. Excuse me. We'll be right back with our The Green Knights review after this short break. Oh, greatest of kings, let one of your knights try to land a blow against me. Indulge me in this game. I will be One year hence. <laughs> All right, and we are back after the break. Devin has gone home to move into his new apartment, and I am joined by Leo from the Geekly Goos YouTube channel. Leo, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, man, I'm good. This movie was unreal. Like, this was so good. But it was deep. Very rich with lore and and just a lot of world building. But a very deep and heavy-themed movie like this really gets you wrapped up into it. And it gets you just like, I don't know, in a trance. It's so good, man. I can't wait to talk about The Green Knight.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, man. I saw it last night after contemplating seeing it Thursday, but I was like, you know what? I gotta watch some Titans and they're walking into the green night. Kind of, kind of had to try to like split the two b- between both of them, but that is okay. But I, I do agree with you. Uh, since this is more of like our initial reactions, um, uh, I didn't know anything about this movie going in. Like, you know, we had a lot of our colleagues, a lot of critics out there who were able to see the movie a little bit early, including yourself. And I would like, I didn't want to watch or read anyone's review until after I saw the movie. So now I'm kind of like going back, looking at people's reviews and reading people's reviews about it because I just didn't want to know. I didn't want to run to any spoilers like at all. Just. <laughs> and Leo knows what I'm talking about <laughs> because he's he's cursed, unfortunately. But hopefully the curse will end soon for him. But yeah, it was it was a very um, it, at first I thought this was uh, originated from the book, The Green Knight, uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. But apparently it's a poem, and I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And from what I when I watched it felt like it kind of played out more so as like a poem over like, instead of them going like the heavy action, you know, route, you know, with all the fighting and whatnot. Mm. But I wanted to get more of your initial thoughts because I've actually been talking for a while.
0: (laughs) Oh, I understand. <laughs> I
1: was trying to like catch my breath here a little bit, but you know, just give me more of your initial thoughts and you know what you thought of the movie and um, what's you know what worked and didn't work for you without giving away spoilers, of course. Of we'll course, Chris is
2: like, let me pass the mic a little bit so I can get a break. My God, I've been yapping it up, but man, I I really really enjoyed this film. The first thing I noticed right off the bat is just how beautiful the cinematography is, I mean, the visuals are absolutely gorgeous with these different hues of green that just blend in so well with the production design and the set. The location is incredible and immaculate. I mean, it looks like a Camelot and it looks like a very realistic Camelot. Like you're really taken back into that, that era of medieval England. So it's really well executed on its look Uh, The wardrobe is amazing. Dev Patel is great. The look of the Green Knight and how big and giant and damn near impossible he looks is just absolutely incredible. And it captivates you from the very beginning as soon as the Green Knight enters the court. That's when I was just like, holy crap. I was along for the ride, man, because it's that challenge was a lot to wrap my head around. You make this blow, and then I will exchange the same blow one year from now. When I saw him cut his head off, I was like, my guy, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, you're about to lose your head, right? (laughs) But it was such a, a cool journey to follow. You know, going back to the cinematography, the shots were just so wide and well composed. You know, you had these big giant larger than life shots that just showed us the the environment around him and he was just so small within the shot that it felt that you were like on the journey with him and the cuts were just very natural they really were some nice long takes in there that really allowed you to kind of take in the environment so I absolutely love the look of the movie and then it was a little I will say this the story was a little hard to wrap my head around like I I was following the challenges and what was going on with him and the tests of chivalry and and his knighthood and and the many different codes that come with knighthood. I could tell that that's what they were going with, with these challenges and presenting him these very difficult roadblocks before getting to the Green Knight. But it was a lot. It was a lot to wrap your head around. And I got to admit, like first watch, just kind of taking it all in. I was like, what the heck is going on here? But I like that a lot. Like I, for me, I, I I like a movie that doesn't give me the answer directly. I kind of like to interpret. Okay, what am I watching here? I I like a little bit of a of a chase. I like a little bit of a mental a, a mental examination, if you will. Like I I, I like to actually just. Study the film and see, okay, what can I extract from it before I go read up Sir Gowan and the Green Knight in the poem? I want to, you know, be able to extract a little bit of nuggets myself and see, okay, can I figure this out? And that's very much what the Green Knight is. It's a journey that you really have to figure out as you're on it like you're really on this journey with him but it looks great I love some of the CG that cute little fox what a cute <laughs> little little sprinkle of orange yeah. in there but man this is in the trailer y'all so I'm not spoiling when he started talking I
1: yeah, I was like, I, that,
2: that took me back. I was just like, what? <laughs> that guy is talking and, and he has like a character poster and everything. So that box is important. But the, <laughs> the supporting cast is great, too. Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton. Great. Uh, you also have a, a, a really cool script. And just even though the pacing was a little slow, that probably is one of my complaints. I could see why it really wanted you to study it, to really take and grasp it all in and, and, and come along with it. Amazing sound design. Amazing. I mean, these cool little synths and those creepy choir voices were just amazing, dude. Mind-blowing score. Uh, and it's just, man, The Green Knight was one of a four's best shot movies easily. Like, oh. easily.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, pretty much, you know, echoing everything you say, and I'm, I'm sorry, I really just had to take a few coughs there because it was oof, getting a little... Oh, no uh,
2: problem. Oh, David Lowry, crazy. I think, is is underrated. He's he's very underrated. Yeah. I don't really love a ghost story. <laughs> I really don't like mm. uh, the the pie eating in the middle of the movie, but I do <laughs> like some of his other films, and I think he is a very underrated director.
1: I agree. And yeah, and I actually meant to uh, mention this earlier, but this is uh, directed and written by David Lowry and stars Dave Patel, Alicia, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Alicia Vikander, <laughs> like you said, and Joel Edgerton. And the story is a retelling of the me- medieval story of Sir Gwain and the Green Knights. And it's just, I-, I do agree with you with this. This is the kind of film that you that requires multiple viewings in order to get what's going on and you know i i really do want to see this movie like as quick as possible again because like you you know i i do enjoy the kind of mental gymnastics of like okay what does this mean or like is this meant to be you know um of more interpretation and what have you because going through the movie and I watched the video af- after, I'm not going to lie, just to kind of wrap my head around everything. I, I-, I had to, you know? And it-, it's- it seems that, you know, especially with the ending, which we'll get into in a little bit, There, there's three different endings that it could be interpreted to. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw a few of our colleagues on Twitter, you know, tweeting. And they're like, oh, like, this is a Christmas movie. And I was like, what do you mean by Christmas movie? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So it does start on Christmas and ends a year on Christmas Day, so that is pretty much um, the the general consensus. But I really like how they've been marketing this as well, because yeah. I feel like they've been educating people on what this is. Um, I've there's like a, a Instagram video about like. Uh, the Green Knight and where it originated from And the huh. the original author is Anonymous and that they, they actually shows Throws that into the uh, into the film Itself but um, yeah with Dave Patel and just It was some really great cinematography and Like ooh I'm like I want that as my banner No I want that as my Twitter banner <laughs> It was some great Great stuff but um, I feel like we've kind of touched On the general consensus of it So ladies and gentlemen if you have not seen The Green Knight This is your first spoiler warning before we get into the weeds. Again, this is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, turn back, come back, and listen to the rest of the podcast. And let us know your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. But... So let's get into this. I really had to catch my breath there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit,
2: I have not been keeping Woo! up with the marketing at all. And after yeah. this, I'm going to go watch a couple videos because I did not watch any videos. I've kind of just been letting it sit with me a little bit. Like I just wanted to soak it in. I read, I actually read the synopsis of the poem though. So
1: I'm like, oh, okay. did you really? Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it, it, I think it actually played out a little bit better in the film, but there's like a few differences in the poem, but mm. it kind of keyed me into things that, i was like oh i had no idea like it, <laughs> it uh, really keyed in a couple of points that i wouldn't have got without reading that synopsis
1: yeah and from what i've noticed from and like i said like i really just needed to i was like i need to understand what's going on like right away so if when i go back and watch and be like oh my gosh i can see it in a different light but this the entire film it seems like You know, through the marketing, they did say there is a moral, moral within the story, and the moral of the story seems to be like the nature of chivalry. And through all the tests that he went through, um, there was five, I believe. It was oh my gosh, okay, so it was the five virtues of the knights, which is friendship, generosity, chastity, curiosity, and uh, uh, piety. So. Um, obviously everyone's favorite quote unquote, I guess you could say would be like chastity in a way because everyone's like, Ooh, you know, whatever, whatever. But I really like how he goes through this journey of after striking or beheading the green knight, as you said, I'm like, you could have just like left a little scar, like a mark on his cheek. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like th- that's as best as I can. Cause he's not a knight yet during the beginning of the movie. You know, he is the uh, nephew to King Arthur. Through uh, King Arthur's half sister, which is uh, Gawain's uh, mother or Garwin's mo- mother, so I was trying to figure out what the relationship was there because same because like,
2: he called her a sister and I'm like y'all
1: she's brown and you're not <laughs> I was <laughs> what's like what's going on here how does that work no it's all <laughs> right <laughs> but um like I'm familiar with. Arthurian legend but I I never really got the the privilege or like the the opportunity to dive deeper into it in school cuz like we kind of touched on it a little bit but uh and we didn't really have like a lot of college courses or like English courses about Arthurian legend uh um going through college so like the whole thing is like I understand the general consensus but there's so much more to dig into and we see Merlin a little bit in this film as well um And so I thought that was a nice little touch, but it's, it's such, it's such a mind twist because we have, you know, Sir Gwen going on this journey that allegedly seems that his mother summoned the green knight through help of Merlin to teach him a lesson about, I guess, responsibility, just about being a knight. Cause like we said, he's not a knight yet. Mm -hmm. And he kind of goes through these tests and there's like three different uh, endings from I think it was from uh, Think story on YouTube he said that the first mm. Ending was you know he goes on the journey And he you know as soon as He meets the green knight he cowers away And then he spends the rest of his life in like Misery and like nothing but Pain and grief and whatnot. Which we saw that uh, in yeah. the movie Yeah and then the second Ending would be Him just you know Honoring you know being a man of His word being a man mm. of honor and taking the blow
2: and we didn't see that but we kind of like it kind of (laughs) ended on that a little bit because so yeah i didn't i didn't see these three endings but to me now that you spell it out it does seem like that first one was played out the second and then the two the other two can be interpreted by the ending because they're it's less so ambiguous it's like oh well he could have killed the green knight and got away or like you know yeah what's the third ending
1: uh, so the third inning would be him. Well, like, so it was since it was his mother who conjured the Green Knight, the third ending would be, you know, making him go through this entire test and having having Sir Gawain pretty much be ready to, to essentially say, you know, like, I'm going to follow through with this. I'm going to, you know, um, be a man of my word and I'm going to let you behead me. But he ends up actually having a second chance. And kind mm. of taking that journey back to Camelot to understand his mistakes and whatnot. So that would have been
2: cool. Yeah, I think that's the best. That's the happiest ending for. Jennifer yeah, the has. happiest
1: ending. It's like, oh, you know, he's almost, you know, he's he's ready to go there, and you know, let's see if he, you know, makes it through this journey. He's like, you know, I messed up. You know, like I went through all these trials, and you know, it seems that because like the ending, you know, with the Green Knight. It, it was kind of more of like a playful ending, you know what I mean? It was.
2: It kind of left it to your own interpretation mm. because it just ended on the Green Knight looking at him and then boom, kinda it's smiling. over. So. Anybody could could interpret that completely differently. Maybe the smile means I'm going to give you another chance, and I'm going to let you get away. Maybe Mm. the smile means okay, you're honoring your word. Goodbye. This is the final blow. It's a nice kind of left up to the viewer, kind of like the end of the killing joke. You Mm. just give it give it to the viewer, let them interpret how you want how they want to. Uh, I definitely interpreted it that like he got killed. That was his consequence for failing a lot of those tests because. Going through the different trials, it's like he was on the right path and then he's almost there and doesn't make it because even in the first test where he has to get the woman's head from underneath the water, where he messed up in that test is when he asked her, what does he get in return? And she Mm -hmm. said, you're not supposed to ask me, like, why are you asking me what to get? You're supposed to be shiver, are supposed to be a knight, you're supposed to just dive under the water and grab it anyway, and yeah. so that was like his failure of that test. The first test was that he couldn't even spare that guy. A, the, he only spared that guy a dime. He couldn't even uh, actually stop and actually, you know, help him out, ask him what he needed help with. He just kept going. So it was like, okay, they came back and robbed him. That was his consequence for that one. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm assuming the second one, maybe the woman would have maybe come back to life. Had he not asked her that question. Yeah. And then the third one, obviously being with Alicia Vikander, taking the scarf, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that whole the scarf, yeah, and the, the 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 little explosion on the scarf that happened. I like, that's all I'm going to
1: say. I was just like, oh, it was. Can't. I mean, we're, we're in spoiler territory, so we, yeah, we, we true, could, yeah, true. but yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean for, for yeah. all the viewers out there. If you've seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about. Homeboy, homeboy made a mess on that rug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man, being in that brothel all day during Christmas Eve, you know, you think he'd be kind of, well, then again, that was a year later. So it's like the whole thing starts with him being in that brothel on Christmas Eve. And it seems that like his mother was just more disappointed that, you know, he wasn't taking his, I guess, his vows or like his dreams of becoming a knight seriously enough. I mean, it's a kind of a messed up way to like do some parenting, you know, but it's like. It's weird because it's like how, how would she know that he he would be the one that Sir Gwaine would be the one to step up and say, I'll accept the challenge. Cause oh, you know, it's because he wanted game.
2: honor from the get-go. Remember, yeah, he wanted that's true. that honor. He yeah. wanted so this was a way for him to prove to how honorable he was. He stepped up, made the challenge. First and foremost, the biggest thing about it all though. <laughs> So I I trace back to the beginning. I'm like, how come he didn't just love tap homeboy on the shoulder? (laughs) Right. All right, man, I'll see you in a year, my guy. I'll cough like
1: a year or something.
2: But he wanted the story, you know, he wanted to be able to have that experience and say like, I beheaded the green Knight, and to have the famous story and to have a legend about himself. So, I can understand why he cut off the head. I'm just like, dude, that was a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should have just go ahead and tapped me on the shoulder, on the leg, right. or whatever.
1: You know, hey man, <laughs> see you here, my guy. Yeah. Like, but poof, chop poof. off a finger. But I, yeah. I, I will say, the green. He was tossing him though. He was like, oh, let me just put my neck in this amazing <laughs> position over here. You know, you don't have to behead me, but like, you know, it's just like right.
2: it's all good he knew he would take it too because he's the young one you know and that's the thing about all the knights there they all knew like "Mm, I don't Mm. know my man this is fishy they all knew they all had the experience of knighthood and chivalry before and none of them were going to get up and just behead this random guy but yeah Dev Sir Gowan was the perfect person to take these trials on and
1: test himself that was fantastic. And like the more and more we talk about it, like the more and more I need to go back and watch it.
2: A second <laughs> watching this sounds actually amazing because if you get the story and you get a breakdown and then go back and watch it, again, I feel like the experience will be even better oh, because yeah. then you'll be able to understand, okay, like, boom. That's one, another complaint I had about this movie. The, the font was not legible for me. I was mm. like, I, when, when it was the not. title card would come up, I was like, what does that say? Yeah. <laughs> Especially Every the other one, I <laughs> can't tell you what that said, man. I was like, I, I didn't know what it said either. That.
1: There was a guy <laughs> sitting next to me. Well, I actually wanted to ask you before I get into that. How was your audience? Well, you saw it with you know other fellow critics. So how did they respond? Completely to it? silent. I mean, really? throughout the whole film, there was no no sound at all.
2: <laughs> like, that's a critic screening for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I went to the critic screening of Avengers: Endgame, and that was not quiet.
1: Oh, but did you really? Okay, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. That, that wasn't quiet.
2: Man. <laughs> but, uh, there were big moments that happened in that movie, but yeah, everybody was just kind of taking it all in. And yeah, I don't think there was. There was like maybe like about some 10, pencil scribbling people. <laughs> Now, yeah, yeah, like a couple people write down, no, I need to get better about that myself. But like, <laughs> I, I just think that, uh, you know, when with a movie like that, it's a little hard to be vocal because it's just so much to take in. It's so, it's a lot, man. It's it is. a lot.
1: It is. It, it really reminds me of, and I bring up Game of Thrones for like literally everything, you know this, but <laughs> it's like, when I first started watching Game of Thrones, like I never read the books and, you know, I started watching the show and I, I understood some, storylines because there are a lot of storylines within that show but it a a show like that like much like the green knight it does warrant multiple rewatches and more research of, of like youtube videos or even other people's reviews to understand the full picture because it's it's just what it but like that's what makes it so great it's like it's not that it's not disinteresting because some people are like, oh well, I didn't really like it because like I watched the first season and that was it. And it's like, well, if you don't understand what's going on, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna like it. So it's it's kind of like, you know, if you just don't like that kind of medieval, you know, type of genre, I totally understand. But I I kind of implore people like just give it at least to like season two at least for Ga- Game of Thrones because that's where it started gaining popularity and with the Green Knight like you know everyone's been saying this is this is the you know film Twitter's wet dream of like cinematography and things like that and it it looks great it really really does and you know like a lot of things we've been talking about like they brought up and thinks the uh, Think Story YouTube channel and it's it just it was. I'll have to send it to you because it just makes so much perfect sense. I was like, "Oh wow!" And even the explanation of um of why the night is green was actually kind of cool. So it's like those small little dialogue options. And also, shout out to Erin Kellyman, by the way, killing it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I yeah, had to put she, it in there. But yeah, um, I mean, she did great in her little role. Yeah, it's nice to get. It's nice that they didn't really push Vikander and Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at least look guys, I didn't watch no trailers. I didn't go looking for nothing for this. Cause I just kind of wanted to go in fresh, yeah. which for a lot of a 24 movies, I tend to find myself just like, let me just wait till I get there. So I yeah. can interpret it. As a certain. I didn't watch nothing with Zola like a 24. I just kind of typically let that experience happen while I'm in the theater. But I don't, I, I know there were character posters. So maybe Alicia Vikander had one and Joe Edgerton, but I didn't see them like pushed
1: heavily. No, they weren't. Neither was Aaron Kellerman. Like I found that out looking up like the IMDb like prior, like she wasn't in the trailers or anything like that. And that's what I really appreciated. Like it was just, it, it just was. And like obviously I did watch the trailer when it first, first came out, but like even with A24 films, it's like the trailer's not going to tell you anything. So you might as well just not even watch the trailer and just go in blind because like, I mean, a lot of their movies are just very, they have these ambiguous endings. Like even with waves, I was like, I really like the first half of it. The second half I liked, but not as much. It felt like two, you know, movies put together, but it just had it. I feel like they have a little bit more of a closing, but it's just even with, um, Oh my gosh. What was uncut gems? I was like, well, I I wasn't super crazy about it, but (laughs) I was just like, lots of shouting, yeah, a lot of shouting, (laughs) and um, even with like the sandler on the
2: phone, like I know it's like, oh my
1: gosh, but But I I,
2: I did love uncut Gems, I got to say, but yeah, yeah, I like that this is ambiguous though. I feel like if it would have had a definite ending, it wouldn't have left me. As mystified about the whole thing mm. because I feel like okay, think about if the ending was like he chopped his head off. It was just like a shot of him bringing the axe down. You hear a sound effect and then cut to black. That I thought ending. that was going to happen, <laughs> but then would we be would we be as interested in going back watching it again if that was the ending?
1: Absolutely not.
2: I, I mean, it's kind of it's this when films do this and comic books and I've recently reread The Killing Joke, so I keep on referencing that. But like when mm. comics do that and movies do that. It, it, it really interests you in actually going back again and dissecting it even deeper because there's yeah. no definite ending.
1: Yeah, you it's like inception it on
2: like a whatever you want to feel. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and then you just like look at the title of the Killing Joke, and you're like, "Well, I mean, De- <laughs> probably killed
1: him." <laughs> like, I <think>. maybe, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, like, it really is one of those like even with. um, Oh my gosh, there's just so many ambiguous endings when it comes to so many movies. And usually I, I used to hate it when I was younger. So I was like, well, this is dumb. But now it's like, oh, I kind of like this because it has that rewatchability. And even with Inception, like how many times have I seen Inception? More times than I care to admit. Because that movie is amazing. <laughs> still don't get it though. And I still don't <laughs> understand it. And it prompts me to rewatch it every single time over and over and over again. And it's like, I understand it to a certain point, and then it just falls off. And I'm like, I'm determined to figure out what it could be. But I like how, like, even to this day, there's just so many, like, there's so much conversation around it. And that's what I like about it. When when you have a movie that keeps the conversation talking, like, after the credits have rolled. So I think that's, I think it's something special for sure. So congratulations to David Lowry. (laughs) Oh, 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 yes. (laughs) Right on, Mr. Lowry. Seriously. But uh, I wanted to pass it over to you, Alio. Uh, Was there anything else you wanted to mention like uh, pros or cons before we kind of close out here?
2: Yeah. I would say the con one big con glaring con of this movie for me is the pacing. Yeah. I think that there are some things that are just dragged on a little too long for the sake of like exhibition and, and visual. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like we, we can cut some of that out. Like the biggest I can think back to is when he finally reached the temple and the green knight was just like sitting there sleeping. I'm like, okay, we really don't need to like see all these shots of him with his eyes closed. I get that. They want to build the anticipation of what's going to happen. But like, we literally saw Gowan just sit down on the ground. (laughs) The, The green knight peeked his eyes open, went back to sleep. We another night goes by like, okay. And there are several moments in the movie where I feel they do that. And I'm like, I know this is to build a little anticipation, but let's hurry up. Yeah. Like, cause after that we got a whole kind of pseudo ending. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm more interested in hurrying up to that than I am like prancing around in this one scene for maybe a couple of beats too long. So I think some of the pacing was just Mm. a little out of pace. It could have been a little, little quicker, but I did enjoy the slow burn of getting to the end and taking a little while to get to it.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) And I do agree with, like, I feel like this movie, like, it's around the two-hour and, like, five-minute mark, something like that. I feel like it could have maybe just, like, 15 minutes shorter. Maybe just, I mean, I don't know how long you know with each drawn out scene but when he finally reached the green Knight i was like is this doing the avatar state like what's going on he's just sitting there and like <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> and then the green light just opens up his eyes i was like oh oh okay he's awake i'm like he's like it's it christmas <laughs> i'm like no it's, it, it's not avatar christmas state. <laughs> <laughs> he was just sitting there i was like it's like Sok and Tara, just like, oh my God, Ang's in Avatar State, and we can't Right, really help like, him. what is happening, like, bro? what's what going you- on? <laughs> you, you walk up to
2: his face, and you just knock on him, like, God, you waking up, or what?
1: I love it how the Green Knight, he wakes up, he's like, is it Christmas? He's like, um... <laughs> no? <laughs> it's like, yeah, baby, I don't know. Right, um, not like
2: he could check his watch, right?
1: <laughs> right. It's like, nope, no, I was just Making sure that this was the right place <laughs> for <what laughs> for when I come back. But yeah, um, I, pretty, I, th- I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I think we lost air
0: first.
2: Yeah, second. I think we pretty oh, much okay. got everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, we pretty much covered it all, but I, I just think this is one of 824's best in a little while. Not that mm-hmm. there was anything glaringly horrible about Zola, but that ending was awful uh and then you know just thinking of some of the a24 like hallmarks like ladybird and and eighth grade and and maybe even hereditary midsummer and moonlight like Mm -hmm. it kind of it kind of rolls up there with some of their top ones like this yeah this is really good but it's divisive i think most of their most of their films are so
1: oh yeah and this is more of a film for this is a film for more of the critic. I think cinema score gave like a C plus and everyone was like enraged. Like, Oh, how could you? And rah, rah, rah. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I understand. Like, I mean, even Devin, he, he said he wants to see it. And I'm like, I do not think Devin's going to like this movie whatsoever. Cause Uh-oh. he doesn't like more of the slow burn stuff. Like it's fine where, you know, there's slow burns like here and there, but like, this is more of a buildup of, of anticipation of, you know, the journey and what he learns and the trials that he, pretty much fails on, but Mm -hmm. I told them like, Hey, you know, like definitely check it out. But if not, that's totally, totally cool. Like, I just don't know if he's going to like it or not. So it is what it is, but that, (laughs) But uh that concludes our review of the Green Knight. I wanted to thank Leo seriously so much for coming on, you know, helping us review certain things. It's always great to hear um other um critics voices uh within the community, especially black critics voices uh throughout uh, the community as well. So I wanted to give you know, as always, you know, give you a chance to let everyone know what's coming up on your channel and where they can find you on the internet.
2: Well, hey, yeah, as usual, I really appreciate that, man. I uh, appreciate you having me on and talk a little green night and we'll talk some Titans, too. So excited about yeah. that. But, <laughs> yeah, come on over to YouTube.com slash Geekly Goods. And then you can find me at Leo.Ridell on both Instagram and TikTok and at Leo Ridell on Twitter. And coming up on the channel, we've got some nice juicy things we've got Mm. recently i just had the suicide squad come out but i will be having a review and a reaction for both vivo and i have a reaction for captain america the first avenger coming up soon as well as i'm going through the mcu for the first time actually in chronological order so i've been through all these movies don't get me wrong but this is the first time i'm watching them all in their chronological date by date order so i'm Super excited to go back through them in this way and in this format. So I'll be posting those on YouTube once a week. Stay tuned for that. And then, yeah, we got Vivo. What else is coming out next week? The Suicide Squad already came out. So I'll be doing maybe more of a spoiler review mm-hmm. and or breakdown or maybe a look at the predictions that we did. <laughs> See how yeah. we did. Uh, and, and, and Titans. Yeah, And Titans. Too. Titans as well. Titans as well. So, yeah. yeah. Come on over to the channel.
1: Yes, it's going to be a great, great time. You know, Leo's actually, we're actually going to review Titans coming up for film optics. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that, uh, Leo will be doing more of a week to week coverage for us. It might just be the first three. And then once the series finale hits, you know, we'll do something just because we have a lot of other things to get to. But if you want a week to week, you know, uh, kind of breakdown, which I'm assuming. Uh, like I said, Leo will do, you know, I don't want to throw that out there and be like, oh yeah, he's going to do it. But no, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely check out his channel. He makes some really great stuff. One of the best critics out there and has great, great screen presence. And um, yeah, let's uh, close out here and we'll see you guys next time and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know that was devin my name is christian and we'll see you guys next time